Hello and welcome back to the Business of Making podcast. You are listening to episode 66, Marketing Then Versus Now, a new type of hard. We hope you enjoy it. Do you want to make it as a maker? This is the Business of Making podcast with your hosts, Michaela Denvers, Deb Engelmeyer and Jess Van Den. We know from experience that growing a handmade business is bloody hard work. We're here to make it a little bit easier for you by dishing out reality-based, no BS, tried and tested advice on how to make your business work. Tune in every week for an honest conversation on what it really takes to make a creative business a success. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another week of the Business of Making podcast. I'm Michaela, and I'm here with Jess. G'day, all. And Deb. Bonjour. Thank you. I was hoping you would bonjour it up this time. <laughs> I think I'm going to start to bonjour everywhere now. I've started I love doing it, it in my videos too, and I say bonjour, and then I say au revoir in the end. Oh, oh nice. You, yeah, like French. I'm just embracing the Frenchness now. Yeah. For so many years, I was like, oh, but my accent, and now I'm like, what's well, not going Your on? accent's adorable. It's, it's I might just tap into it. <laughs> Please do just just like accidentally go into French, you know, yeah. during episode yeah. two. I'm cool with that. Use the French version of English, like words, you know, the ones maybe that are the same. Like, yeah, well, I should maybe swear in French, so like yeah. it's not offending like anyone with kids in their cars. <laughs> there you go. Because the kids don't know, but I'll be like, oh putain. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> this week, uh, we're going to be diving into a little bit of a marketing topic. But before we do that, uh, we just want to give a really massive and fun and great and love-filled shout out to one of our longtime patrons who has recently upgraded to a platinum patron, and that is Mitzi Day of Cat in My Closet. And Mitzi's been a supporter of ours for a long time, actually, really, really long mm-hmm. time, but she's upgraded recently because we have mentioned in the last few episodes that we are doing a secret super special one episode per month just for platinum patrons. So, yeah, Mitzi's upgraded, so she has access to that now. Wahoo! Thank, Thank you, Mitzi! Thank you. And if you want to check out her stuff, which is, like, so cute and beautiful, she makes these felt crowns and masks and things like that for kids it's catinmycloset.etsy.com so go and have a look at that and thank you mitzi we love you i really like that name thank you it is cute (laughs) so back to this week's episode we are doing a little uh then versus now (laughs) marketing episode um just yeah we're just going to talk about how it's a new type of hard of marketing and you know back in the day versus now and all digital and da 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 and let's dive in. I think in. this all started because um I got a bit renty about people saying oh you, you can only pay for ads now like if you don't pay for ads you're not going to get um views and reach and things on mm. like you know most platform like Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that comes from a place of having expectation that you shouldn't have in the first place because that is not true. It's just that it's always, always, always been like that in business. Like even when internet was not a thing and it didn't exist, you either had money to pay for ads and you were on TV, on radio or in magazines, um, or 
you were doing some networking and slowly but surely you were like building a relationship with people or that you were being introduced to someone that knew someone or you were going to markets and you know it's always been the same way it's either mm. you invest in the time to network and to build relationship with potential customer and eventually like for them to become customers or you have money and you invest in ads but i think that with social media in the last decade i guess um maybe more now actually mm-hmm. uh, more but you know <laughs> it's definitely like the last decade it's it's grown incredibly in terms of what it does for businesses and because you can sell on most platform now and ads are much bigger there too now uh, but it's given this false sense of if I have an Instagram account, um, I'm going to suddenly have like a thousand followers and they're all going to want to purchase from me without mm. me actually putting in the work to engage with them and interact with them. Well, yeah, and, because it's a free platform. So they think marketing yeah. should be free on that free platform. But that's not how it works. Yeah, Even if it did works. back in the day, as in like when that platform first came out, but it's just sort of come around to the way of how business works right it's Mm. just taking a little while probably Mm. yeah it's like back in the day or even today if you get featured like you might get featured in a magazine for free or you might have to pay to have an ad in a magazine Mm. you know it's it's kind of like well you might get a bit of free publicity but if you want to be there regularly in front of people every single month or whatever you're gonna have to pay for an ad Mm. so yeah i think it comes down to this idea of you have to spend something, money or time. Yeah. One or the other. You have to spend one of those two things if you want people to know about your business. Mm. And time-wise as well, like there's different, I feel like people are like, okay, well, I'm on the platform. I'm not paying for ads, but I'm definitely there. Like I'm posting every day um, and I'm just not seeing likes or engagement from anyone. Like no one's necessarily commenting or anything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, are you doing those things yourself? Like, are you going and engaging with people on the platform? Are you finding communities? Are you going onto other profiles on Instagram or Facebook or whatever and leaving comments and actually doing the thing that you want other people to do on your own page? Because if you're not, then of course you posted like three like pre-scheduled images with a caption that was not engaging at all that just said, new in the shop, link in bio to purchase or whatever. Yeah, it's not going to work. Like it takes time, but it also takes the right type of time, which is, and it's always been, even before the internet, like networking and relationship building. Mm -hmm. Yes. So so let's talk about this, give it an old school spin. So imagine you have a little shop in a country town and you, every week or every day, you put new stuff in your shop window, but that's all you ever do is you just put stuff in your shop window. So what you're relying on is people just happening to walk by. Mm. and see your shop and happening to walk by and go and happening to like that thing that's in the window today Mm. when they see it, they might, they might not like it. They might've liked what you put in there last week, but they haven't seen that. They've only seen what you put in there today. Uh, So that's basically what you're doing on Instagram when you just literally post and run. You're just, you're on your own real estate. All you're doing is putting a picture on your own real estate and expecting people to just magically somehow find you Mm. versus you got a little shop in a country town. You go to, you know, business meetings in the local town. You travel to conferences. You travel to the big cities and go to networking events. What you're doing is you're getting out of your own sphere and you're going to other people's and you're making connections yeah. with people. Or you take your stuff to a market or, you know, you get the picture. The idea is you have to actually get out of your own piece of real estate and start interacting with other people where they are in order to let them know you exist. Mm. 
Hey there, Maker. Are you loving the Business of Making podcast? We're loving bringing it to you, but we really need your support to continue producing the show. You can support us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Depending on your level of support, you can get perks like behind the scenes and extra special content, including video, a link to your shop on our website, and even a shout out on the podcast. Every month, we also release a special secret podcast episode available only to our Platinum patrons. Just head over to thebusinessofmaking.com forward slash support. Yeah, so that's kind of the, like the marketing side of it, which of course would cost money if you're going to uh, mm. conferences and whatnot in the, from the small country town. But you could also think about uh, sort of, you know, traditional print advertising in this example. Mm. You print out flyers, you hit the pavement and you go and put the flyers in everybody's little letterboxes on the country town street so all of those people can see what you had in the window last week. And mm-hmm. so that's another way of doing things a little bit DIY and not necessarily paying for it but with time, not mm-hmm. cash, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you're putting in a little ad in the newspaper of the local town, you know, which does yeah. cost money. And then, yeah. <laughs> you know, so there's all these different things and ways that you could do things that's not necessarily social media or digital internetized stuff. Yeah. Brain, Michaela. <laughs> internetized. Internet I want to make that a hashtag. Hashtag internetized. <laughs> but it's when you're like, when your brain freezes, you're like, brain, Michaela, like you're calling it, like it's a puppy that went running away and you're like, brain, please come back. Come back. Come back to me. <laughs> no, it's not good to you. <laughs> yeah. And it mirrors. It mirrors. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you are, I think, don't feel resentful about these platforms charging people to mm. use them. Like that's what they're, that's what they, they're, that's what they that's do. The that's the whole what, purpose that's of them. Exactly. <laughs> they it's exist to, to suck you in and then make money off you. Like that's mm. just the way it is. Uh, and so actually do the opposite of that. Like that's why this rant started for me. It's because it's like people are like, oh, Instagram, Facebook, so hard, not, not working. You have to pay to play. This is the thing, pay to play, pay to play. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's, always been like that but before your only alternative was what you said which is actually super time consuming and you might not go to the right networking event you might not yeah. have the right community where you're going to have the right customers now you still yes need to do relationship building and engage but it's everything at your fingertips like you can do that sitting on the toilet like <laughs> seriously a lot of people do everyone is on instagram in the toilet Look, i do not take my phone to the toilet can i just say that right now <laughs> You're a better I person than do. me. Yeah. Here we go. Two against two against one. Oh god. Speaking the truth. This is because I have a microbiology background, man. I'm not taking my time. Is it good for you? Oh, god. In moderation. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, what I mean is actually be grateful of how yeah. easy it is to go to a hashtag that's like uh, minimalist decor and be able to tap into hundreds of thousands of people that love, what did I say? They're looking at me. What was the hashtag again? Say it again. Minimalist decor. Okay, that was better. Okay. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) Apologizing for my French. What what did it sound like? What did I say? Uh, That's another word that kind of rhymes with decor. That's what it sounded like. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that, the other one that I said. Anyway, and you can tap into this community of people who are pretty much telling you that they want to have not much stuff in their house and unclutter and have this beautiful kind of minimalist look to stuff that they purchase. 
which it's incredible. Like you can mm. and then comment onto any of those people's picture and yeah, it's so start powerful. a relationship with them. It is so easy and so powerful. I feel like the, it, sure, it's pay to play. It always has been, but it's better now, like way, way better because mm. you can target people so specifically, which you couldn't yeah. do if you just yeah. put a bloody oh, ad that's in a you pay. I wasn't even talking about the paying part here. I was no. like even the, the for free one where yeah. you can just yeah. and engage with people mm. in a way that was never available before so it's like instead of going oh it's too hard pay to play it's like well it's always been the case and even the pay to play part has improved as you were just saying we're targeting mm. it so much better yeah you're literally only paying to show your ads to the exact right people like yeah. that's never ever been possible before in the history of the world companies would just you know put up a billboard or <laughs> yeah. put a tv ad on during a show that they think maybe the right demographics watching mm. but it's so much more precise now. It actually now. gives me anxiety imagining paying a chunk of money to put an ad in the magazine that I don't know if the people reading it are potentially my customers or not. Mm. Like that's crazy to me mm. because I know ads now and I'm like, no, actually I know the people I'm showing this ad to are interested in what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah it's Crazy exactly. that people didn't have that. So like we've made so much progress and everything is so much easier for you guys. So every time you think, this is so hard. Well, it's much easier than it used to be. And people were making it happen before. So, you this know. Is, this is starting to sound like, back in my day, I walked 3,000 miles and back to the school. Well, no. Look, I know most of our audience are probably around our age, maybe yeah. a little bit older. Most of you, because of our survey, can I just segue into that? Um, which is still available as we record this episode. So head on over to thestateofhandmade.com. We are running what we hope to be one of the biggest surveys of the handmade industry ever done. We've got heaps of really interesting responses, which has made me think about this. Um, we, if you haven't already done it or, and or shared it with your community, um, please do so because we really want you to be part of the story. We really want your information. It's all completely anonymous and we are going to be publishing and sharing the information with you when we are done so that you will be able to access all of the stuff that we've discovered that's happening in the handmade community. Like how much are people working? How much money are they making? Mm. What platforms are their favorites? All that sort of stuff. There's heaps of stuff in there, but it's not super long. I think it's like less than 10 minutes to take the survey. Um, yeah. And we've been, we've been seeing it being shared in heaps of really cool like Facebook groups and communities. So thank you to everyone who shared it. Uh, that's the state of handmade.com. Uh, we're closing the survey on February 14th, so Valentine's Day. So there's still a bit of time to get in there and do that before uh, it closes. But we'd really love you to participate and share it with your community so we can get as many people on board as possible. So that's why I was saying I know from what the data has shown us so far that most people uh, are kind of our sort of age who are sort of active in the handmade business, sort of 25 and above. There's not many people who are younger than that. So the younger ones <laughs> don't remember what life was like before the internet, but we do. Um, Deb might not really. I mean, how old were you when you first got the internet? You were pretty young. I was pretty young. I don't know, maybe like 10. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it wasn't internet like it is now. It was like, oh, there's a encyclopedia that's online now. And yeah, like, yeah. You know, it was so expensive. You were only allowed to go to do your homework because you had to like research something like it wasn't. Yeah. So cute. But yeah, like, yeah, I'm, my dad was a businessman. I remember like him having to go to, you know, networking events and like old school. He was oh, a yeah. rep. So he would drive around in a car visiting shops um, in his industry, trying to sell them the mm. product. Like that's how yeah. things worked back then. Yeah. And um, I mean, it still does for a lot of industries, but 
a lot of it's done online now because we can. And it's like, I remember falling in love with the internet when I was like 15 years old and going, I saw the potential. I was like, imagine what this can unlock for the future, like for my future. Imagine if I could work out a way to make a living using the internet, that would be freaking amazing. And it took me, you know, a decade and a bit more to figure it out, but I did. And it was the best thing ever. Mm. So we are so lucky, so lucky mm. to be yeah. in this state now um, where we can do all of and this for people free. people didn't have email marketing. Like, come on. <laughs> like my, this is what we say, like, like get an email. It's like, I remember actually that question, um, about how old was I don't remember exactly how old I was but I remember going to my dad and because one of my friend already had an email address and <laughs> told me what's yours and I was like well what is this I don't have that and then I had, I had to go to my dad and be like can I have an email address and you had to think about it like it's yeah yeah safe for my daughter to have one of those email address thing like you know <laughs> it's crazy like I remember learning what the at symbol was mm. like what it's crazy anyway yeah so i think the point we just really make is like make it work for you and there are ways you can make it work for you whether you want to spend money or not like i almost never spend money on ads um i'm going to change that a bit this year but that's because that's part of my priority is to get it you know to grow a bit more but the vast majority of my business has been free like i built it on the back of a blog and twitter and uh seo search engine optimization and email marketing and content mm. marketing, mm. all of that stuff. And that's all, that's all cost me time rather than money. Mm-hmm. So it is still absolutely possible to not spend money on advertising if you don't want to. Yeah. But if you do, then you're spending it in such a smart way compared to how mm. businesses for the rest of previous history have had to spend that money. Yeah. Mm, definitely. And you can track it. Like the stats and the tracking is just yes, not only... Not only is that fascinating, but like, have you investigated the demographics in your programs? Like in Instagram and in Facebook, if you actually go into the back end, you can see who are the people are that are following your stuff. Like what age are they? You might be they? surprised. You might, yeah. Yeah, you might think your target audience is one type of demographic and then it's a totally different one. You got to mm. have a look at that stuff. Yeah. So go check it out and use that. Like that's free. That's free, really valuable information that these platforms are making available to you uh, because you're active on them. So, you know, basically they're all about selling data. (laughs) They're selling our data to other people and their data to us. And that's kind of how they make their money. Uh, So take advantage of that if you're on there. Yeah, 100%. Um, the last thing I wanted to say was, yeah, remember that you can't also expect everything to be highly scalable really quickly. I think that because of those platforms, we go in and we're like, oh, yeah, it's going to get in the hundreds of thousands of views really quickly. But when you start a business, it always you have to do things. That's the thing. That's the saying. Anyway, you have to do things that don't scale. And I think that's very true. Like I think a lot of makers start because they had a neighbor or someone around where they live that was like, oh, that's really nice. Would you make one of those for me? And then you're like working with this person and you're doing a bit more custom orders and then you start developing collections so you can scale a bit more um and it was certainly true for me building my business i started doing one-on-one consulting or freelance work mm. you're like yeah. scale up to group coaching and then the membership like it's not like suddenly tomorrow you're going to tap into like a million customers and it, you have to remember that the time you're spending engaging on those platforms and going into those hashtag communities i keep on saying that because i'm thinking about instagram but you know actually engaging is is not time that you're wasting it's time that you are spending doing what back in the days people were doing networking and that's how, that's actually how you 
freaking master the algorithm as well, like getting that engagement going. So um, yeah, be grateful for those platforms because I'm a little bit tired of renting again, but I'm really tired of people saying, oh, they're not working for me. It's like, well, you're not making You're not working for them. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 exactly. You're not making them work for you. Yeah, oh, how many right. words can we say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> right, we there, Deb. Well, I think uh, this was a nice, short, sharp little episode, but I think you get the gist of what we're saying, everybody. <laughs> um, it, if you are having troubles with any of the platforms and you have perhaps caught yourself recently saying it's not working for me, let us know in our Facebook group. We would love to know why you think it's not working and then maybe a little bit of reflection would be good on your part to after after listening to what we've just said. Like maybe you can reflect on what exactly isn't working i'm doing air quotes and how you might approach it differently in the future um and if you're having any other issues with anything let us know we might be able to pop it into a future episode so you have been listening to episode 66 of the business of making podcast thank you so much for being here we really appreciate it and Make sure, too, that you check out that survey that Jess mentioned, which you can find at thestateofhandmade.com. We really want as many people as possible to jump onto that. So, as she said, you can be part of the story because it's really important. This uh, Our whole industry is severely under-researched, so we want to make sure that everyone is included in that um, data that we're collecting there. So, thanks again, everyone. We will catch you next time on The Business of Making Podcast. Bye. Bye. Au revoir. <laughs>